you ready for the word of god yes i want to say i want to say god is about to upgrade all of you if you knew what you did all these years for god get ready to see what you're about to do from today for god because these are the days that god is looking for serious committed disciples sold out in whatever you do for him he will show off himself as much as you want him to show off in your life i'm going to make a statement you'll have god as much as you have desired and hungered and thirst to have of him don't tell me that this god will disappoint you you will have the kind of god that you wanted to have that's the side he will manifest in your life you know even the secret place he who dwells in the secret place it has no doors it has no walls the choice is on your side he who dwells meaning he who comes to that place and sits down and not just visits but makes it a place where he wants to habitate where he wants it to a place where he begins to settle down and makes it the constant abode for his soul your soul can tell you many things but if you can bring it to the secret place and dwell at the feet of Jesus settle down there and make that place your dwelling place your soul will become an amber of fire amber of fire i was i was thinking yesterday something we'll go to exodus chapter 3 and um if we can read and we'll connect the dots okay read from verse 6 to verse 11 everybody look at this word intently and with all the whole bible is given to us but where god is speaking to you from to, for today is from here so that means god is saying something and we pay attention to it okay so let's read moreover he said i am the god of your father 
the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I, that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Wow. So you see, you ready? Moses has entered the mountain of God and he's having a conversation with who? Why are you not so confident? So in verse 4 you see, so when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. Okay, that's how this whole story began. And then God begins to explain his heart. I'm going to say it again. God begins to explain his heart. Blessed is the man and the woman who can take time to understand his heart. Not only for you, feel like crying at this point but for everything surrounding you as much as I appreciate the prophetic ministry the office of the prophetic but it begins with you being found in the secret place with him first it begins by you being found ministering to the Lord first the book of Ezekiel says and the priest Ezekiel was ministering to the Lord he was found in the inner secret chambers with the Lord talking to the Lord ministering to the Lord understanding God's heart and God comes down and says I want to send you out from here so you are going out begins from first you going in <laughs> don't rush to go out go in 
You with me? Yes. <laughs> yes. First you step in and let him make you step out. If I don't say anything, I've already preached. And this is what God begins to explain to him. Look, I'm coming to you because I have a covenant made to the God of your fathers. And I made a covenant with Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon God. Because you need to understand he did not know this God. And God begins to explain his heart. I have surely seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. Heard their cry because of their taskmasters and for I know their sorrows. So come to deliver them. What is God saying? I have come to talk to me. Deliver them. God, you're saying you come to deliver them. But you are just talking to me on a mountaintop. God is saying, I've come to rescue them. I've heard their cry, seen their tears, seen their oppression, and I have surely seen it. I've heard it. I know their sorrows. Church, I'm teaching you something, okay? So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and a large place. You heard all the names. Flowing with milk and honey. He keeps saying, I've seen the oppression. I've seen how the enemy has put bondages on them. And he says, I have come down to deliver them. But where did God come down? Did not Moses go up the mountain? God, come help me when you say that. He's already set up a meeting place for you. When you tell God, I cannot handle this anymore. I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know the outcome. I don't know the solution or the breakthrough for this. And you cried. He saw your cry. He heard your tears. He saw your oppression. And he has come down. You ready? Meaning, God was waiting 430 years on that mountain place, waiting for somebody to come in and to hear him and to be sent out from there. 
you and I, we can say very easily, God is not hearing me, but He has already heard you and me, child of God, and He has set up a meeting place called the mountain of God, where you have to step into that prayer, step into that mountain, where the first thing that happens is hear His heart. And when you begin to hear his heart for you, you're beginning to hear the solution that he is coming down. And yet, where did he come down? He comes down into you. Okay, it'll take a few seconds to get it. He comes down on the mountain. And he invites you there and he says, I have come down. And then he says, come, let me send you. I don't know if you are getting what I am trying my best with my English vocabulary to explain it to you. How God works in you, within you inside of you in your brokenness he doesn't explode outside with an external hand and help coming but it starts first in the inside people of God we are very mistaken our God because every time we go to him we expect him to show up externally first but we have to know he loves to show up and his way is he shows up inside first. He is talking to you in your soul. He's talking to you in your spirit and he wants you to step into that mountain of God where all of a sudden your preparation has unlocked the voice of God to communicate with you his heart for you and for your own brokenness. The question is, do we take time? He begins to say, I have come down. It troubles me. It troubles me when I hear a statement like this. And I know, and I know for the fact, last week alone, hate comments on my YouTube, which my YouTube is a small channel yet, okay? I'm, I'm exposing something to you. There is a spirit that doesn't like the voice of deliverance. Doesn't like the voice of revival. Doesn't like the voice of the light of God exposing that you are powerful through him. I left one comment so you all can see. This guy is telling me, I don't hate him. May God bless him. He says, you're misleading people. He's telling me, you're misleading people and you have to divide the scripture rightly. And he says, the prophetic, the prophets have ceased. <laughs> I don't hate him. You know why? He's not come across a real one. <laughs> so I want that comment to stay there. When I look at it, 
I can tell him somewhere around his life there was a deliverer. But this deliverer never went inside to come out and say, "Listen, God has come down to you through me." And I will show you God is in existence even today. What did Jesus say? Be my witnesses. You know what's the meaning of a witness? He and she is the proof that I am alive. <laughs> you are the proof to show Jesus. Be my witnesses in Judea, in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You be my witnesses. What is a witness? Hey, I am seeing what he is doing. I have heard what he is saying. I know what he thinks of you. <laughs> Prophetic. <laughs> I know what he thinks of you. I know what he feels for you. I know what his intentions are for you. And moreover, I am the witness that Jesus is alive. Yes. And I'm coming to you to tell you that he's alive. Yes. So now God begins to say this to him behold the cry of the children of israel has come to me and i've also seen the oppression with which the egyptians oppressed them come now therefore watch this verse 10 and i will send you to pharaoh that you may bring my people the children of israel out of egypt and the verse 8 i want to repeat so i have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the egyptians and my intent is to bring them up from that land to a good and a large hand and now in verse 10 he says come now therefore i will send you to pharaoh i want you to make this connection very real the breakthrough that somebody in your family is waiting to see. Welcome to stepping on your toes ministry. <laughs> is locked inside of you. Somebody needs to witness God through you. Somebody needs to know that Jesus is alive through you but the question is have you gone inside have you gone in to find out what is it that God wants to specifically do for them through you don't rush don't rush because in in rushing out we have misrepresented the God they had to see. Moses, you rushed before going to the mountain and you murdered. And it set you up to run. But what if you, if you had encountered the mountain before? Thoughts. The moment, is it okay I'm talking slowly? So the moment you rush in to be with God, 
the moment you pursue him he begins to come down and what happens is he's not just coming down to talk he's coming down to make you he's coming down listen where is god talking to him from now locations are very important out of the burning bush the voice is coming out the voice is coming through fire and moses is actually encountering a burning bush which is burning but not actually burning the replication of his reality is seen in that encounter now god begins to talk to him and god is saying leave your past behind you take off your sandals and he has done that and now he's listening to god and god is saying if you have truly removed your sandals i can come walking back with you down this mountain and take you back to egypt okay you, you i think i think i have to explain this come now therefore i will send you listen come now therefore i will send you so after you're taken your sandals off now god is saying if you can forget your failure in the places of defeat i can send you back to face the same giant now the only difference is you met me in the inside now you go down we'll continue from here this is when moses says that you may bring my people the children of israel out of egypt but moses said to god who am i that i should go to pharaoh and that i should bring the children of israel out of egypt who am i who am i that i should go to pharaoh and that i should bring the children of israel out of egypt so he said so god answers so he said i will certainly be with you and this shall be a sign to you that i have sent you when you have brought the people out of egypt you shall serve god on this mountain can you read verse 13 Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? Continue. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Wow. Keep going. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. Keep going. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob appeared to me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen what is done to you in Egypt. Keep going. And I have said, I will Let's bring finish this chapter reading. so that i don't have to keep reading it i will bring you up out of the affliction of egypt to the land of the canaanites and the hittites and the amorites and the perizzites 
and the Hivites and the Jebusites All the to a land flowing with milk and honey. Then they will heed your voice, and you shall come, you and the elders of Israel, to the king of Egypt, and you shall say to him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent with us. And now please let us go three days' journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, no, not even by a mighty hand. So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in its midst, and after that he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall be when you go that you shall not go empty-handed, but every woman shall ask for her neighbor, namely of her who dwells near her house, articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing, and you shall put them on your sons and your daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. You're good? Yes. You all read it? Yes. I'm glad we read that. I took time so that you'll read it. Now we'll get the context right. When God began to talk to Moses, God already had a plan. God knew how he's going to deal with Egypt. God knew how he will finish that breakthrough. God knew how he will bring deliverance. And moreover, God says, I am sending you for that. And Moses says, who am I that I should go? And God reveals the entirety of his plan to Moses. Complete plan. Till the point where he's saying, at the end, you will plunder Egypt. Make them powerless and you're going to come out. In that deal, God says, I will do signs, wonders and miracles. And I am sending you. And Moses' question is, who am I? Why should I go? And God answers one detail, which I want you to get it right. God says, I will certainly be with you. The question of the rise of a deliverer is answered in one sentence. Has God said to you, I will certainly be with you. The manifestation of a breakthrough is not shut up in external signs, but it is shut up in the voice of in the secret place that tells you, I will certainly be with you. That is the qualification. That is the ammunition. That is the voice of deliverance. That is the outstretched arm of God coming to you by saying, I will certainly be with you. Now, do you know something? This is what Jesus has said to every believer on the planet earth. Oh, you missed it. You missed it. 
you missed it this is what jesus has said to every child of god on planet earth i will never leave you nor forsake you lo and behold i will be with you amen until the very end of ages amen. so this qualification should set you up to stand up against a pharaoh but the but the but the, but the problem here right now is moses cannot fathom the fact that who he is so i want to ask you moses is found in a place where he is arguing with god where god is trying to convince him what you need is not an external sign but what you need is my voice sending you and i'm telling you i'm coming down and i'll come down and i'm sending you and i'm certainly with you now this whole conversation you with me still yes. are you bored no. okay the whole conversation begins to go in off tangent now i want you to see this i'm not going to read all the scriptures because i'm going to revisit this another time but today i want to take you somewhere moses starts a chapter 4 you don't have to read it but i'm going to tell you this he starts to say people won't believe me people will not listen to me and suppose they say god has not appeared to me and then the lord tells gives him certain signs and wonders and of all of that happens moses continues to argue you should keep you should read this at your own pace at home and finally moses begins to complain in another dimension okay in chapter 4 verse 10 you're with me still yes. please okay then moses says said to the lord oh my lord i'm not eloquent neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant but i'm slow of speech and slow of tongue so the lord said to him oh you found it so the lord said to him who has made man's mouth look something's happening right now the lord is saying i have made man's mouth but you need to understand moses is saying is complaining how unqualified he is to be sent out by god and god says who made man's mouth and then he says who makes the mute the deaf the seeing or the blind have not i the lord now therefore go i will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say this is where i wanted to bring you today the qualification for a deliverer is not that he can deliver them but it is who is with him as a deliverer moses kept looking at all the insufficiencies that surrounded him now god had to argue him for one whole chapter at the end of this giving all the 
full details the end to beginning beginning to end plan still moses wants to bail out and he says look god i don't know what's going on right now but the end of the deal is this i cannot talk fluently i'm not a man with good eloquence and i can't talk and hold one sentence straight so why i can't do this don't use me i am resigning out of this and actually god gets angry with moses and what does god tell moses now god can if you bring that up now god said who has made man's mouth look now it's coming to a place where moses is saying god i know better about me than you know better about me and i don't think so god you can do this through my life basically moses is still stuck up with this pity party and he's not giving his soul entirely the defeated soul out of him and he keeps arguing with god that he's not sufficient because for the fact that moses decided in his heart that he cannot do this and the next thing is in his heart he said something like this he said i am not a good one i'm not a perfect one i'm not the kind that god can use but in all of that saying god kept arguing with him for one reason god wanted to show him it is not about your perfection it is about your perfect surrender it is about your perfect dependency on me in your mountain so connecting back the dots when you go into that mountain of god in prayer god is not looking for your perfect eloquence god is not looking for how well you can pray but god is looking for how well in that secret place can you take him back with you to the outside is this now making sense to anybody i had to show you all this for a reason so when you go into the secret place what is your prayer life is your prayer life going and telling god do this do this do that or it is coming from a place god i'm not good at this i'm not good at that i'm going i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not or you when you go inside you begin to say god can you come with me can you go with me are you going to be with me am i left alone or is your presence going to come down and it's going to go out with me because if you see in moses's conversation with god god had to convince him and moses would not be convinced and finally what moses begins to say is this he begins to say choose that person choose this person choose anybody and he begins to say god i cannot hold one sentence i cannot talk freely because i'm a man who is a stutterer and then that's when god begins to get angry and god begins to say who made man's mouth who makes the mute seeing or the blind can you go back to the previous scripture for me for one second look he says you know watch this 
you with me i am not eloquent neither before nor since you have what spoken meaning in your okay meaning moses is saying god you are amazing you are the god of the universe you are talking to me right now but you know this problem that i have i can't talk i'm a stutterer i i laugh at my own speech i am not perfect and moses is saying god if it is you that is talking to me which i believe it's you the creator of heaven and earth but since chapter 3 now we have arrived to chapter 4 i have noticing one thing you told me take off your sandal forget your past and i've forgotten the past you're telling me you come down and you're going with me to challenge pharaoh and you told me how we are going to plunder egypt very good you told me you'll do signs and wonders in heaven and earth all of this you'll use me you said you will be with me i am listening but help me now to understand i am still stuttering one chapter has passed maybe 30 minutes has passed but the end of the 30 minutes i see nothing has changed in my life how can i trust you now if you're really that god who's talking to me in my secret place now why there is no change in my body and god had to get angry and god had to say who made man's mouth but i want to tell you something in between can i expose a piece of god moses can i say moses it's you <laughs> moses you are saying i can be used when my weakness is made strong or my weakness is made strength but god is saying you with me moses that weakness is what qualifies you to depend on me more surrender to me more it is that non eloquent tongue of yours which will certainly keep me on your side which will certainly cause you to keep looking to my face when you stand before a pharaoh because your strength is not coming in your abilities it is rooted with who is standing with you when you stand before a pharaoh and god is saying moses actually i'm giving you the in between revelation it is better i don't heal your tongue child of god sometimes you are looking for a miracle which is smaller in its dimension and the biggest miracle is god is saying because of that i can be with you okay you didn't get it what is easy for god to heal moses's tongue or for god to go with moses talk to me no no talk to me huh what is easy god is saying who made man who made man's mouth who gives him speech god is saying it's easy but god is saying but i'm going to do something that is more difficult failure you might have been 
useless you might have been murderer you are but i am discrediting all of those the moment you removed your sandals at my command when you let go of your soul at my command i am making a deal with you it is easy moses for me to heal your mouth instantly but i am choosing a greater dimension that i have to leave the mountain of god and i will make you the mountain of god and through you i will go down to pharaoh and i will walk with you to face a pharaoh and you will talk to pharaoh as if i am talking to him so moses what is more powerful now it's me just using your cleaning your mouth healing your mouth or i will certainly be with you this child of god is the difference between a revivalist and somebody who's comfortable with a small breakthrough i don't know i'm trying my best to communicate the heart of god to you you might have many limitations right now today it is okay but the god who has no limitations if he can become your certainly i will be with you the limitations you have will have no more power over you because the unlimited one begins to walk with you and surely you will forget your stuttering tongue surely you will forget that weakness you carry because in time when you know that he is with you this weakness will leave you that is why god is saying moses it is easy for me to heal you but i am not going to do that because what is more important is if i heal you you will go but if i come with you you will stay with me jacob when you take jacob when you come out of that encounter from bethel why should i touch your hip that you will limp because every time you use a crutch it will remind you of your dependency on the blessing that you got from god that every time you walk limping you will say i am who i am because god gave me grace sometimes you're limping might look unpleasant but it is the sign that god is present in your life i'm not promoting that you have to stay sick i'm not promoting you have to stay broken what i'm trying to make you understand in the realm of your soul and your spirit is the dimensions of god on a mountain top doesn't cater to your flesh's tantrum it caters to your soul to say get up acknowledge god with your limitation and rise up in your spirit and say let's go holy spirit oh rabambra sekenianta i might look weak but i'm strong let the weak say i am this is where god comes from the dangle god is basically saying moses if i don't heal you but if i can go with you that's the best deal yes 
Some of you are looking for small things, but God is saying, you know what? Tell that son, tell that daughter of mine. It is not about that small breakthrough. It is about the biggest one that I will accompany them all the days of their life. They don't have to look for another equal. You don't have to look to the world and say, ah, this Pharaoh, he looks good. He's so eloquent. He can do all things perfectly. And God is like, good. But you, if you can carry me, you have carried the universe. You have carried the powers of the world with you because you are more powerful. Oh, come on, somebody pray for 30 seconds. Lord, I pray that they are getting this. Lord, let them understand. When they go into their closet inside, even if they don't find immediate solutions in the closet, let them know when they come out, you're coming out with them to change that thing with you, partnering with them one-on-one. I don't know about you, but you need to pray right now. Open your mouth and pray in the spirit. Tell God, Lord, now I'm not looking at the teenager I'm not looking at the family member. I know one thing. I'm not looking at them and saying, change them, change them. No, 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 God. Right now, I'm looking at myself and I'm saying, God, if you will go with me, this teenager will surely be delivered. That family member will be surely delivered. This healing will surely happen because you have created the heavens and the earth. Who made man and man's mouth? And I will certainly be with you, Moses. Pray right now, reverently. 30 seconds. Pray, 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 pray. If you didn't get anything, if you just get this one deal, something is happening right now. Now you shall look at your problems differently. It is not, maybe it's your problem that took you into the closet. But what is bringing you out of the closet is not the problem. It is God walking with you. Hey! God is not looking for perfect people. God is looking for people who can depend on Him perfectly. Oh, this never gets old, child of God. God is not looking for perfect people, but perfect dependency on the Holy Spirit inside of you. Oh, God is not going to move because you stood straight, you, you bent right, you did some gymnastics. No, no, no. The more you depend on Him, the more He begins to walk with you. Oh, Satambra Sete, Meroto Broko Sikariata. And all this while, God is talking to Him from fire. God is talking to Him through fire. Open your mouth and release some fire in this room. I want to tell you something is happening right now today. Yes. As you're opening your mouth and praying, somebody is receiving fire in remote places. I said a prophetic word. Somebody, as you pray here, some person is getting hit by the power of God. As you're praying right now, the God of Isaac, the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, the God of Moses, the God of Daniel, the God of Jesus, Ah, the God of the Apostles is suddenly making uh, himself visible. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Right now, it's time to crack fire. Last night, God showed me a 
vision and he says and he said i'm sending fire with my people and i'm thinking how is it going to come and i know now it's your tongue that is about to catch fire your tongue will say i will not say i don't have any more solutions no no but your tongue will catch fire zebari antabra come on pray pray i want you to pray God is targeting something right now. It might not have changed in the natural, but in the spiritual God is visiting it right now. Sobriyataraba. As you go back home, you're going to carry a grace with you that is about to unlock and disarm the things of the world. Oh Rekembra Sita Malonto Robonianta. God is not looking for your perfection in his closet child of God. God is not looking for your perfection in the mountain of God. He is looking for perfect surrender and dependency. Here I am down on my knees again surrendering it all. Shikabrasata. Melento brokoniante. God is sending you back with power today. <laughs> I don't have to prove it to you. I know the God I serve. You are shifting today. You're being upgraded today. Because all these days your soul was complaining about the limitation that you see around you. But today onwards you are not bothered by that limitation, but you're excited by your dependency. of the holy ghost fire arakambra seteliyonto robokorianta the highest teacher of a man and a woman of god is not a gifting it is who is with you child of god arakambra seteliyonto robo Oh we are people will be in one good mood today bad mood tomorrow but God is not looking for soul but God is looking for a spirit that depends on the holy ghost and says I don't care what my soul is throwing a tantrum at me right now but I know one thing he who has called me is faithful his faithfulness will last and as i go back i'm going back to the pharaoh that chased me out but now when i go back i don't face him alone i face him with the god ore kamba shatabarayata zelem reonto rokoniante i need to tell you a vision i saw yesterday sit down sit down sit down